0: Hello and welcome back to the Fit Mum podcast. My name is Hannah, and in today's episode, this was actually a question that one of my Fit Mum ladies submitted. Um, and actually, I feel like it needed its whole own episode. <laughs> so here we are. Um, let me just get up exactly. So the, the kind of the question that was submitted to me was dealing with overwhelm as a parent when developing new healthy lifestyle habits and I actually feel like this conversation is actually so much bigger um, and something that needs to be talked about for mums right and the thing is is that when you're any kind of like change that you're going to be implementing in your life for whatever reason it may be it, it, you know it could be a new job it could be The fact that the new job is a new routine and you're working different hours right it's all it's all a juggling act and any kind of change feels overwhelming at first like any kind of change feels overwhelming and like i've been in this situation so many times before and and actually like when i look back on my life and my like fitness journey like i started sort of including workouts into my life like when I was on maternity leave so obviously you know I was a lot more flexible and it suddenly dawned on me that um, like how the hell was I going to keep doing this when you know I was having to go back to work and at the time I worked I want to say in an office but it wasn't it was home-based but obviously I was like working office hours right so even though I was at home I still had to like be sat at my computer between like the like office hours and that meant I still had to get up in the morning, and get my daughter out to the childminders and ready and, and that, and then back. And and I and I just remember thinking like, how the hell am I going to still like incorporate this in, into my life? And for me, it was a case of like really sitting down and really looking at like my daily routine and being really strict with myself. And, and also like having a real understanding of like why you're doing these things, because if you've got a strong enough why then you'll find a way and it is just about like really understanding that it is going to feel overwhelming but ultimately you're doing it for the right reasons and i think the biggest reasons reason why anyone but especially mums just because we've got so many other things to be going on and and i feel like i might get a bit of hate for this probably not cuz i would doubt any dads are actually listening to this but like mums take on so much more than dads do Do you know what I mean? Like, mums take probably... And I say this, I'm a single mum, so obviously I take full responsibility of absolutely everything. But like even from talking to a lot of my friends who have got like partners or husbands or whatever, like the mum takes sole responsibility for everything, right? You're the one that is responsible for probably for getting the kids up and ready for school and for remembering all of the different things that they've got to do for school and and remembering to take them to dance or swimming or like the dad doesn't really have to think about any of that. Like that does all fall on the mum. So then you go and add in, Oh, you've got to work out, and you've got to do ten thousand steps a day, and you've got to eat right. Like it is overwhelming, um, and that's okay. It's okay for it to feel overwhelming, but it's just about really understanding. Like the reason you're doing it is actually to make your life easier in the in the lo- in. <laughs> why can't I talk in the long run? And I always like to use this analogy, which I did not create. I can't take credit for it. Um, of like when you're building any kind of habit. Like imagine you've got a field in front of you and you, it's like, I can't think of what the word is, but like it's a high crop wheat, I don't know. It's really high grass anyway. And you wanna get from one side of the field to the other. The first time you walk through that field, it, the, the path is like, it's gonna feel really hard to walk through it, right? Because you're treading down the path, there's no path there, you're, you're, it's, it's effort. But if you do, if you walk that path every single day, then it's going to start to get easier because the more you do it, the more the path is trodden down. So it's just about like finding what works for you. And it's really hard to be like, right, okay, you should get up and do your workout at this time of day and then you should do this and then you should do that. But the things that make it a lot easier for me, um, like when I think back to when I was, um, you know, working like an office job is I would get up and do my workouts first thing in the morning. I would do them at 5am, right? I read a book called The Miracle Morning. Um, It's an absolute game changer. If you are someone who does want to get up early in the morning, I would 100% recommend reading that book. It changed my life. Um, And I've been getting up at 5am since, well, since before my daughter was a year old and she's five now. So I've been doing it for years. And even though I don't necessarily like have to get up at five anymore, I don't do my workouts at home I still do it because when I love it, I find it so peaceful and I feel like I can get my shit together before I've then got to get my daughter up at seven to get her ready for school and stuff. And I've managed to get like all of this stuff done, whatever it may be. Um, So I feel like on top of, on top of my game, but I would definitely say like sit down and be really realistic on when you can do your workouts. And sometimes if that means that you're going to have to get up a bit earlier to do them, it is so worth that compromise. And it's just about remembering that, that there are always going to have to be compromises to be made um, whenever you're doing anything, right? But it's a good compromise because you're going to feel so much better. But at the same time, it is about remembering, and this is what I think a lot of people who, if you follow me on Instagram and you see that I get up at five, like I go to bed no later than 10, right? Like one of my best friends, she's like, you're crazy. Are you not tired? And I'm like, well, no, because I go to bed early. Not every night. Like Friday nights are like my treat night where I might stay up a little bit later. But nine times out of 10, like I'm ready to go to bed between nine and 10 and I'm okay with that. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm only just sitting mindlessly watching something. So I'd actually prefer to go and get the sleep. And it's not to say that it's right to get up first thing in the morning. You might be someone who actually is a lot more like productive in the evenings, right? I'm not, I'm a morning person. And from like a psychological standpoint, if you start your day with a workout, the likelihood is that you're gonna find it so much easier to stick to the rest of the the actions that you need to be taking in order to feel your best for the rest of the day because you've started your day right. But that doesn't mean that you should be compromising on sleep. So all I'm gonna say is, is that if you are someone who is gonna start getting up in the morning at, you know, and doing your workouts first thing, it is gonna be important that you are getting enough sleep, which is different for everyone. Like I'm good on six hours a night But other people aren't like, and, and I can't tell you what the right or the wrong thing to do is, but like, if you're someone who needs more, then you need to make sure you you get more. And then on the other side of that, this is when it is going to be like so important. And this is where I think a lot of people go wrong is like, this is when it is so important to make sure you're fueling your body properly right? And yes, if you want to lose weight, you need to be eating in a calorie deficit, but just because you're eating in a calorie deficit doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting all of the nutrition that you need. So this is when it's going to be really important to make sure that you are getting your veggies in, you are getting your fruit in, your meals are balanced and they've got like protein, carbs, and fats in because carbs and fats are your energy. So if you're someone who is cutting out carbs because you want to lose weight, you're going to feel exhausted, right? And then that's going to make it even harder. And then you're going to feel overwhelmed because you're tired tired okay and like sleep is such an overlooked thing when it comes to fitness as a whole like sleep is so important like whenever you're tired everything just feels like so much worse so I would just say like don't don't neglect your sleep um and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there that I think it's quite cool to go to bed at 9 9 p.m like I'm so happy with going to bed between 9 and 10 so, like, don't neglect your sleep because it is going to make the whole thing feel overwhelming. Otherwise, and I think the other thing that can feel really overwhelming when you start, you know, a fitness journey or a weight loss journey, or you, you know, you want to lose weight or whatever, is like the 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 whole food element. It can feel so overwhelming, um, especially if you listen to a lot of the stuff that's on the internet. And like, my premise is, is that I want to make things really simple because if the more you overcomplicate the more you feel overwhelmed and the more you take no action and for me like i'm good with eating very similar meals because it takes the overwhelm out okay like I get it that it can be quite boring to do that and therefore like maybe have like one night of the week when you've got a bit more time when you want to experiment with like different dinners for example that's fine but if you are busy if you are working and and you're a mum and you've got a million other things to do like don't make it more overwhelming by thinking that you've got to create these like really fancy breakfasts or really fancy lunches or really fancy dinners like get okay with eating meals that are simple, that are easy, but give you what you need and have them on repeat. And then maybe on a weekend, for example, that's when you get a bit more creative. If that's like, if that's what floats your boat, for me, it doesn't. I like eating, don't get me wrong, but I I don't love it enough to wanna spend like hours in the kitchen creating a new meal, right? That's just me. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, that's just me. And if you're good with I'm not saying I literally eat the same dinner every single night, but I've got like dinners on on repeat. And none of my dinners take me longer than like 15-20 minutes to cook. Um so that would be like another top tip as well, is like don't don't make things more complicated than what they need to be. And then I think the other thing that that comes up with the whole like it being overwhelming when it comes to being a mum and this is like a conversation actually that um we were just having inside the fit mum group chat was that like there's mum guilt isn't there okay and and I think this whole narrative needs to be I don't know how to say this but I think that there is a whole narrative where you've got some people who put a lot of pressure on like or maybe we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be this perfect mum. And I know sometimes, like, I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'm seeing all of these mums doing these amazing things with their kids and it makes me feel shit. Because so I'm like, I don't do that. I don't have the time. It sounds awful. I don't have the time to do that. And then I feel guilty, right? And I think I I have to remind myself all of the time that, you know, when I'm a single mum, Um, I have to keep a roof over mine and my daughter's heads, which means I have to work. You know, there's no one else in this house that's going to tidy it and make it look like, okay, I'm not saying it has to be perfect, but you know what I mean? No one else is going to do the washing. No one else is going to cook the dinner. No one else is going to do all of these other jobs. Like I have to do them. And I have to do them in order for my daughter to have a decent running home, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? If I just didn't do the washing, she wouldn't have any clean clothes, which then would mean I'm being neglectful. So it's like, I feel like sometimes you just can't win. And I think, I think what I'm trying to say is, is that there is no right or wrong. And I'm a massive believer in what's important for, for my daughter is to have a happy mum, a healthy mum, um, and a mum that feels good about herself and for my daughter to feel loved. Okay. And for my, my daughter to feel loved, isn't taking her out on loads of days out. Like, yeah, that I would love to do that more. But what I'm getting at is, is that's not what's going to make her feel loved. What's going to make her feel loved is, is a happy mum that's able to give her love. Um, and, and I say this from experience, and we're going a bit deep here, but <coughs> I grew up with a mum that, you know, went through a phase where she wasn't mentally capable of giving me love and that was horrible. So for me, I prioritise fitness, working out, getting my daily steps in, um... And fueling my body properly with food because one, I wanna be healthy, like physically and mentally, and I wanna be strong physically and mentally so that I can then show up as the best mum for my daughter because I know what it's like to have a mum that wasn't able to do that. And that's why I prioritize it. And I'm a big believer in prioritizing that. So I think when it comes back to like how to not feel overwhelmed, I think it's about changing your perspective on it a lot of the times right so rather than seeing it as all of these additional things that you have to do see it as something that you want to do so that you can be the best mum the best version of you because that's all your children need and want you to be okay because if you're not able to do that for yourself how do you expect them to be able to do that so it's like, you've got to go first. You've got to be the role model and you do that by doing it. And and it's, in, in, and it's not about being perfect. It's okay to feel overwhelmed about life. It's okay to feel overwhelmed about certain things. And sometimes you do just need to, it's like learning to rest, but not quit. Um, and if what you're doing does feel overwhelming and you've got that ability to reach out and, and ask for that support, then there is always going to be a solution to the problem right and and for, as an example like at the moment i'm my plan is to do four gym workouts a week but there may get to a point in the future where i'm like actually i need to relook at this and be like actually realistically now i'm going to do three workouts a week okay you can always change the plan right it doesn't mean that the plan's not working it's just about tweaking it and, and i've had to tweak my plan over the years multiple times in order to suit the season of life that i was in um you know, so that if you've got something else going on or something else that is slightly more important, then tweak the plan to make it work for the new circumstances. And I think the other key thing that I want to mention is like to have blinkers on, like don't worry about what another mum is able to do or what another person that you see on social media is able to do and then make it feel like you're not doing enough, which then can lead to a lot of overwhelm as well. Like, as long as you are nailing the basics, you're doing a good job, right? And the basics are your food, your daily steps, and workouts. For me, that's what the basics are. That's what I would get every single one of my clients to do. That's that's my basics. And it's like, and again, like, think about, like, having your range targets, right? So, like, on some days, my bare minimum, my non-negotiable for my steps is 6K, because I know I can do that pretty easily, right? So it's like taking the pressure off and being like, do you know what? I've hit my non-negotiable. Some days that's okay to just do my non-negotiable. And like, and and some weeks I only make it to the gym twice and that's okay too, because maybe I've had to prioritize other things. So it's like, it's, it's giving yourself grace and it's not putting too much pressure on yourself and just understanding that it's a journey and it's not about being perfect or burning yourself out or you know, giving a hundred, you're not going to be able to give 110% like week on week on week. It's just not possible. Um, and like with my food, like I work to a calorie range, right? So like at the moment I'm eating in a deficit because I want to lose body fat and I've got like, up, like I've got my calorie goal, which is like my optimal calorie deficit. But I know that if I go 100 or 200 over, like, it's not a big deal. I'm still in a deficit. I'm just not in as big a deficit. Okay. So it's like, it's giving yourself that flexibility. And I think that's what us mums need to learn to do is to allow for that flexibility because like our lives are crazy. Like last week, Darcy got a sickness bug, which meant that I couldn't go to the gym. I barely did any steps. And it totally threw me off, but, and there, there would have been times when that would have completely shook me and I'd have really struggled. But now I think I'm just like, so what? Do you know what? It doesn't matter. Like there's always going to be another day. And this week I just get back on it again. And what I didn't do when she was poorly was then just like self-sabotage and be like, well, I might as well just eat all of the cakes and biscuits and chocolate and crisps and crap. I still ate like in line with my goals. Um, I obviously didn't leave the house for three days. So I only just did like bare minimum steps. I could have done a step workout on YouTube. I'm not going to lie, but I didn't. Um, and I obviously didn't, didn't go to the gym. I think, I don't even know if I made it Oh, I made it to the gym once last week. Right. But there's no guilt associated with it. It's just fine. It was just one of those weeks and then I move on. Um, so yeah, I hope this helps. And I, if you are like feeling the mum guilt or you're feeling overwhelmed or you feel like, it's hard and you can't do it, like one, you absolutely can do it. Two, you might just need to make adjustments to your plan. And if, you know, you're someone that's working with me and you're listening to this, then please reach out and let me know and let's come up with a different plan. Um, but again, like as a coach, and even if you're someone who's listening to this and working with another coach, your coach is not going to know that you're feeling overwhelmed if you don't let them know, like you, you've you got to communicate that with them. Okay. Um, because things can always be tweaked. And there's no like one size fits all. And three, I just want you to remember that it is very normal to feel overwhelmed when you're trying to create new habits, make any kind of changes, make any kind of lifestyle changes. Like it's normal. Like you're a human being and naturally as human beings, we resist change. We don't like change. But the only way that you overcome it is by sticking to it and keeping on going with it right and just keep trying and trying and trying and trying like please know that when I first started this especially as a mum like I found it really overwhelming as well and then the more I've done it and the more I've stuck at it and every time I've had a little failure and I've just got back up again and just continued and then failed again and then got back up and then failed again and then got back up it's become easier to the point where now it is literally just a way of life but I still have my moments when I just feel like really overwhelmed like of course I do because life is overwhelming especially as a mum and I think especially you know if if you're a single mum like me like when you hold all of the responsibilities of absolutely everything it can feel overwhelming so just know you're not alone and you're not like it's not abnormal to feel that. And I think sometimes that's just what we need to hear. Like we just need to hear that it's normal and you're not on your own and it's okay to be overwhelmed. And sometimes it's okay to be just surviving and not thriving. And I think sometimes it can, it can be a case of like, there is a lot of other things going on in your life right now. Like I've had that recently. Um, there has been a lot of, sadness in my personal life and so the rest of it has just felt quite overwhelming and it's just been my season where I haven't been at it 110% and that's okay but the key thing is is I haven't quit and and given up I've just just slowed down and that's okay um but I'm coming out the other side of it now and I'm ready (laughs) to get back on the horse and focus on me um So yeah, I hope this episode has helped. If you did find it helpful, then please feel free to leave me a comment, share it on social media, share it with someone who may also need to listen to this. Um, And if you've got any suggestions, if you're listening to this um, and there is anything you want me to discuss on the podcast, then please drop me a DM on Instagram and let me know. And yeah, I hope that whenever you are listening to this, you enjoy the rest of your day and I will speak to you soon.